Oh, I guess we are recording now. Hang on. All right, welcome. This is going to be a shitty-ass podcast. And uh, in theory, everything's working. But uh, in theory, we've sidestepped YouTube. I'm so angry I don't know where to start. It's like getting assailed and insulted. Oh, but we are going to fight back. And remember how I said life is trying to screw me over? I don't mean to sound like some angry old man. Life is always trying to get me down. And it's usually a guy who's never been really tested. His life has been very easy and then things don't simply go his or her way. And they blame uh, they blame life. Oh, it's unfair. It's like, no, sometimes this happens to everybody. You just get bad luck, man. You get you get bad luck. Hang on, adjust the gain on this. Little too loud. And sometimes like, things get bad. And it's been, God almighty, it's been three weeks of shit. Three weeks of shit. Here we go. Metal Drummer 67. Andrea Cruz. All right, it is working. Paul Larkin. Thank God. You guys are a sight for sore eyes. Oh, Atham. Well, Atham isn't a sore sight for sore eyes. He's just a sore sight. <laughs> so now I know it's working. Now I know. So let me explain the situation here, fellas. I am installing Streamlabs. I am not actually broadcasting through YouTube. Oh, I know you guys say, hey, I'm on the internet. I'm on the YouTubes. All you guys in the chat section there. But Streamlabs is basically a one-stop all uh, screen. Command screen is essentially what it is. That allows you to incorporate all the aspects of a normal radio show. Uh, into one convenient program. The most important aspect of which is the um, the donations. Because if you go through YouTube and you want to do your super chats, you got to wait for those slow-ass corporate motherfuckers to approve your channel. Now, the Older Brother channel has been, I found out, qualified, but not approved, qualified for monetization for about the past month. I did the math wrong. We blew through the requirements quite some time ago. And I've been waiting a month for them to approve the monetization. Usually it says, oh, it takes about a week. Because that's what the Google robot said. Because there's no humans at Google. The, the Google robot said, it takes about a week. And then you, uh, <clears throat> you, you, the week goes by, and it's like, oh, I'd like to contact Google or YouTube and find out what's the status of my application. Oh, that's right. They're a big monopoly, and they don't have to hustle or kick ass or take names or deal with customer service. So in comes Streamlabs. Everyone says, hey, Aaron, have you tried Streamlabs? Streamlabs this, Streamlabs that. I say, no, I haven't. What is it? And like I said before, it's this, uh, it's this uh, one-stop shop software that allows you to incorporate you could i wish i could show it to you but imagine you're at a at a <clears throat> a, a radio show and you have your command screen in front of you we got audio mic uh desk mic volume graph i see you guys in the comment section everything is conveniently consolidated <clears throat> into one screen for me to use here but the additional thing let me pull it up Oh, come on. What was it? Streamlabs.com slash older brother. I think that's it. Let me double check. Hang on. Let's go over here. Streamlabs dashboard. 
my donations. Is this it? Yes, here it is. <clears throat> Streamlabs.com slash older brother. Now you could go ahead and donate. And basically, if you go to streamlabs.com older brother, well, let's go to streamlabs.com slash older brother. I think it's just a PayPal link. It links to your already established payment methods. There we go. Look at this. Donate money. Your nickname, your amount, donation. Of, I think you just do it through PayPal and credit card. I think that's it. That's all you have to do. In other words, it's streamlined. And we don't have to wait for those corporate leftist fuckers over at YouTube to finally get off their asses and approve it like, oh, you get a super chat. Oh, you get super. No, it's bypassed. It's completely bypassed. This was the one hopeful thing that YouTube is monopoly. <clears throat> Google is monopoly. They are. Republicans are never going to get off their asses because they don't have balls. They don't have spines. They're not going to break up YouTube or Google. They're just not. They're just not. But what is not a monopoly is the individual services that YouTube and Google are constantly going to be offering from here on into eternity. And Streamlabs is by far a drastically superior, uh, not only donation method <clears throat> or money-making operation, uh, but if you install it, if you guys were to be a podcaster or a YouTuber or a streamer or whatever they're calling it now, God Almighty, are you a professional streamer? Watch this YouTube video. I'm like, professional? Really? This is a thing? But it's it's better than this one aspect that YouTube tries to provide. It's better because it's not judgmental. Streamlabs, I'm, I'm sure at some point if you started doing kitty porn or terrorist attacks or something, somebody might flag it. But so far, Streamlabs hasn't bothered to like, oh, let's go docs. Oh, what are you? We have to, you have to go through an approval process. We have to approve your channel. We don't know. We here at San Francisco, who know everything better than the rest of you people, us here in San Jose and Silicon Valley, we have sensitivity training, we have ethnic studies training, we have diversity training, and we will tell you whether or not your ch- Fuck you. Fuck you. We don't need it anymore. It'd be nice if you'd like to monetize YouTube. It'd be nice if Google would like to make some money. They make tons of money. I'm sure they don't worry about YouTube too much. But if you want constant improvement... If you want YouTube not just to be this exercise, I still don't think YouTube makes money now. Why don't you make it easier to make money? Why don't you get a little bit of hustle going on over there? Oh, too bad. Too bad. Another nicer, easier, cooler, way more advanced bus has come along. I'm going to hop on this one while you fucking dipshits at the checkout counter are still trying to get my ticket ready with your dot matrix printer. So in theory, if I've set this up right, and so far... Giving you guys, yeah, Steve Williams is over there. So far, since I see you guys coming from YouTube making the, the comments, I've connected successfully to my live stream, and it is working. And you guys are hearing me. I don't know how many people are watching. That's the other thing. I guess I could go to the live stream over on YouTube. But uh, anyway, I was going to tell you why I'm in a bad mood and why this is going to be a shitty podcast. Although, things are looking up now. Things seem to be working. I had to uh, I had to spend at least two hours trying to figure out how to use Streamlabs. And it's because of the fucking nerds, man. I didn't understand, like, communication skills. You know, teachers always say, well, you need communication skills. You need communication skills. You need a writing skills. You need communication skills. You can major in it, for God's sake. 
Same thing with critical thinking. I'm like, just don't you think critically? Don't you do that naturally? Philosophy, same thing. I, I don't believe that philosophy is a real discipline or a study. You read books, you think. That's it. That's philosophy. Oh, we have this theory and that theory and that classical school. Shut up with your schools. Do you think or not? What was I going with this? What the hell was I going with this? Oh, well, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> anyway. Oh, the nerds. The nerds. They have no communication skills. None. None. Because when they say like, okay, how do I use Streamlabs? So I go online. How do I use Streamlabs? Oh, well, there's like this video from four years ago, that video from four years ago. The software is all outdated. And they never tell you. It could say in the title, how to broadcast on YouTube using Streamlabs. Oh, that's not, that's what, that's not even what 85% of the video is about. Oh, no. Hey, we're going to say, here's how you log in. Here's how you set up an account. There was one, there was even a video where the guy is talking about what kind of descriptions you should put in the description segment of the YouTube video. People know how to fucking do that. That's not what I'm asking. How the fuck do I get a goddamn YouTube program, a show, streamlined through Streamlabs? It's not Streamlabs' fault. These are independent. There's only like three guys. Two real main guys that know how to do it. One guy did all right, but he just took fuck. It's an 18-minute video that should have been five minutes. First, go to YouTube.com. Log in. Here's where you put your username and... Fuck! Click forward, click forward, click forward. So I had to go... I had to consume about an hour and a half of videos to get the 10 fucking minutes of vital instructional material that should have existed right off the bat. And even then I winged it because I guess this is the latest version of Streamlabs, which is a software you download. And it's so new, nobody's done a video on it yet. And I should do a video on it. I should. I'll do my own video. Here's what you need to know. Here's how it works. Here's how it links. But no, you, your nerves ain't got the communication skills. You don't. I mean, you could see it in the dating life. You could see it in your social life. You could see it in your fashion. We could see it in your hairstyles. We could see it the way you walk, the way you talk, the way you look, the way you shit. You guys are so far removed from the rest of society. And I know I'm not a big fan of normie society either. But for God's sake, if you're going to sell this product, if you want normal people to consume it, I'm not even normal. I'm pretty darn smart. And here I am like, fucking hell, where's the goddamn... Oh, are you going to show me how to do tags? Because I didn't know how to do tags before. And what the fuck does tags have to do with setting up a goddamn live stream through Streamlabs? So now I can kind of understand maybe why they force you to take 18 communications and English composition classes in school. And you guys still don't learn. You still don't learn. My favorite, because yesterday I had the same thing. Oh my! It's like a 16-round boxing match with life this past couple weeks. I'm not just not gonna, not no. I am not fucking going down because there's no other choice. But I don't know if you guys have seen the older brother website. You could go to olderbrother.com and you'll see it's all screwed up. Because <clears throat> I was programming it, I got it looking pretty good on the computer, and then I realized, oh, older brother, we're talking to younger brothers, younger sisters, younger people. They don't use computers. They're all on their phones. I know, uh, scary, but I got, I know more than one people, persons, things, it's pronouns, who have a phone, but they ain't got a computer. 
How the fuck do you type, honey? I don't really like having a computer. Because you gotta, like, sit there. So I know I gotta go for the younger people. So olderbrother.com has to uh, be available on mobile. And uh, not to bore you with too many details, but because I have communication skills, I will explain to you in very simple layman's terms what it is. When you program a website for a computer, it displays differently than it would on your phone. That's basically it. So you have to program it using CSS, HTML, all this other stuff. The code has to be adaptable to both formats. So you program a website so that when it pulls up on a computer screen, it pulls up similarly to a mobile screen, and there is a difference in the code. Technically, Aaron, HTML is in a code. Shut up! It's a code to me. So yesterday, I'm on WordPress. I said, oh, okay, the website I got looks good on the computer, but it don't look good on the phone. Look at how that's all jarring, and oh, that's very bad. So I go online and WordPress, not to bore you with details, but again, I'll use my excellent communication skills. Instead of you having to program the code letter by letter, you could download these templates from WordPress. So you log into your website's administration page, and then there's WordPress, and then you could go through hundreds, hundreds of different templates, and they got examples, and I'm looking and I'm looking, and I'm like, ah, okay, here's all I wanted. All I wanted, black background, older brother image right there, front and center. At the top, there's a menu. You know, contact, about, YouTube, books, simple stuff like that. Very static web page. And then you click on it and it goes to that page. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, there's no template for that because they want to up. It's like the new cars. They want to shove so much fucking shit in your goddamn uh, web page that you never asked for, just like the cars. Start, stop, automatic ignition, uh, seatbelt dinging, guilty person reminder, car won't start if there's weight in the passenger. Like you're car- I've actually had this happen. I like throwing golf bags, I forgot what it was, in the passenger seat. And it wouldn't, the dinging wouldn't stop because it thought there was a human in there. And the seatbelt wasn't buckled. I'm buckling in my fucking golf clubs. It wasn't golf clubs, it was something. But I'm buckling in this thing. So that the dinging would go away. Also, like, hey, you get they they got they got cars now that based if you get too far to the left or too far to the right, and the cameras see the lines, you know, lines on the left, lines on the right, it will start to vibrate on your right or left ass cheek that you're getting too close. And this comes standard. This is standard. Never asked for these bells and whistles. Never wanted this shit. And now you got to spend at least half a day learning how to turn off all that shit or you got to go down to a goddamn mechanic saying, turn this shit off. And heaven help you if it's the old school local mechanic because he doesn't know how to be a fucking computer hacking genius. You got to go down to the fucking deal and say, hey, plug this shit in, turn it the fuck off. Well, that'd be $327. We'll have it ready for you in five and a half weeks. That alone right there is enough reason to buy a a car pre-2010. Very, very happy with my Kia Rio 2008 with automatic nothing. No automatic windows, not even power steering. Unfortunately, I had to go and replace it with an equally stupid car. Website, same thing. WordPress. Do you have a simple static template that I can use? Nope. There's a search bar. There's an index. 
There's a whole bunch of crap. Hey, we thought you'd want to put this big word in front of them. Why is that there? Who, who, what nerd did not talk to the real world and hasn't gotten his dick inside of a pussy to think that that was a good idea? And you, and the way WordPress works is instead of you having to program the code, they give you a bunch of options. You got a command center with all these tools and options and you can adjust this and you can tweak that and you can create menus. That's a good thing. Uh, but sometimes they, they only provide you about half the tailorability, half the ability, the ability to only tailor half the template, half the website. So invariably, you got to dig down deep into the code, HTML, CSS. And I'm not good at that. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know what, and I can figure, I can logically figure it out. I'm like, okay, I found the code. Because uh, if you look, if you inspect element, you click on the code, it will highlight, thankfully, it will highlight the part of the website you're trying to, like, ah, I changed the color. Google searching uh, uh, CSS color codes. Okay, 000 is black. Enter. Oh, it shows up. Now, how do I save? Oh, there's no save function. This is just here to show you how it works. We just like want to tempt you and taunt you. This is like the glass wall, the glass ceiling between you and the stripper. Well, we just want to show you what it would look like. We're not actually going to have sex. <laughs> What's the point of that? We just wanted to be able to show you. Yes, you found where the code is. It, all I had to do, seriously, all I had to do, guys, I was so fucking close. I was so fucking close. I had it, the color codes and everything within the CSS uh, 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 code. I found it. And the reason, all I, I had, the image, I had the background. The template allows you to change the color of the background to black. I put the older brother image front and center. All it was was the menu. The menu. And conveniently so, menus is one of these tools and commands. You can create a menu very easily within most WordPress templates. And so you're like, oh, here's this menu. And menus, I don't know about you. I don't know how many websites you visited. Kind of important, don't you think? Kind of standard. So you think, well, the menus are so common and standard, they would have the playabil or, uh, adaptability or the uh, uh, programmability where you would be able to change the font and the color and the background and the color of the text, right? Oh, no. Not one template I used, and I used about 20, just through trial and error, would allow you to change the background. But I found, I found directly in the code how to do it. The only problem is there was no obvious way to save it. All you could do was that. Now, I know a bunch of you IT nerds are like, oh, well, you, you had to do this and you had to do that. And I looked at it on tutorials. And my favorite phrase that I learned yesterday, all you have to do is. And if I hear one more fucking nerd, one more fucking mechanic say, all you have to do is, I'm going to hunt you down. I'm going to break your fucking kneecaps. That is not all you have to do. Because the classical YouTube video, nowadays, anything technical, computers, mechanics, carpentry, well, all you have to do, and then you watch the video, and you say, like, no, that's not all I had to do. Because invariably, what ends up happening is they've either done a ton of prep work behind the scenes already, or they assume that you already have your triple doctorate in computer programming. So I looked up, how do I change CSS code? 
Well, all you have to do, see, is you pull this up, and I'm like, yeah, following. Okay, I did that. Yep, I found that. Now you go to your CSS editor, and I'm like, wait, where the fuck is my CSS editor? I pause it, and I'm looking, and I'm looking. I don't see a CSS editor. You should have had that installed with the template there. Now, some templates have it, some templates. Fuck! Now I have a whole new thing that's going to take me half an hour to figure out. How, now I got a, a Google search. How do I install a CSS editor? And not only standard basic, but for that particular template, can't find it. But Mr. HTML suck dick, who's been sucking HTML dick since he's been five, he knows how to, that's good standard knowledge. It's like me giving you financial advice. Aaron, how do I prepare for retirement? Oh, you just click buy. All you have to do is click purchase. All you have to do is click place order. I forgot to tell you the whole process of setting up a fucking brokerage account, determining whether you wanted a 401k. I'm not sorry, 401ks, you know what's up, bro. IRA, a Roth, or traditional. Cog plans. I forgot to tell you how you should go and set up a username and password. Ah, da, 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 da. I forgot to tell you about how to analyze and research your asset allocation based on your, your life expectancy, retirement, and all that. I forgot to tell you. Oh, but, but technically, all you have to do, poof, right in those fuckers' face. Tune in court. Kortakas, ask a fan or me on Twitter. Many are happy to fix it. I know, dude. I, I appreciate that. and But I want to do it myself. I want to learn it on my own. Because asshole consulting I did on my own. And that is one fine piece of website programming, I might add. I mean, if you... I'll allow you guys to use that as a textbook as to how to program a website. <laughs> but it was great. I got it figured out. I got it adjusted. The problem with those sites versus this one, those sites, there was some adaptability. The templates are easily adaptable on WordPress. If you have, if you're not, you know, wedded to anything. If you're kind of flexible as to how your website works, like, yeah, I just want to look clean and crisp. I want a, a menu here and some links. and it, Then it's very easy. That's just plug and play. But if I had, I had a specific design in mind for older brother and it's simple i could probably i know i could i could have programmed with html code very easily directly but then it wouldn't have been mobile friendly plus i did want to do it on my own i did there's an accomplishment a feeling of accomplishment but then yesterday oh my god and then i'm in an immediately pissed off mood i don't hit the gym and there's all this other shit to do all the well, you guys all know about the the housing problems of which of which I've won I've won the bees are gone I use some kind of drione diarone some kind of something that's poisonous to bees but not humans and I sprayed that all up in the rafters and everything I fixed the gutters so there's no more flooding in my basement I dried out the carpet I put back the carpet. I started putting up shelving for the girl's shoes so it's not a fucking mess. Got to go to Home Depot. It's, it's, I'm winning. I'm winning. But by God. And then it all comes to a screeching halt. And there's no production. No progress. That's what really pisses me off. This is just maintenance. <clears throat> this is just building it up. And I know it's what's necessary to make the money and to be 
outstanding. I'm not saying that in arrogance. I'm being deadly serious. The vast majority of people will not go through the two hours of how to learn to program their own website or to set up a Streamlabs. But once you do, once you get there, once you go through these hoops and these annex that these fucking nerds with complete lack of user-friendliness, once you figure it out. Now, Streamlabs itself is very nice. I like the layout. It's very, it's very slick. But there's absolutely no good tutorial. But once you're going through that, you're one of the, what, 2, 3, 4, 5% maybe max that went through it? And that's how you make your dough. That's how you make your money. Right now, Chris Beckloff is, yeah, but you can't figure out... Uh, how did, what did people do with, uh, not Droid, what's the name of that site? Discussion? Discus? What was the name of, it's, that, that's all the kids are doing, their YouTubes and their, their interaction. Discord, that's it, Discord. That's why there's the Discord. I tried to set that up, I didn't have time. This was more important. But once you master these things, once you get it, it's like building your battleship. And your upgrades, just like a game, it's just like one of those nerd games. Let's upgrade your tank, let's upgrade your battleship. And it's like, ah, we got Streamlabs now. That's another battery of guns with better weapons, better ammo. Always improving, constantly improving. And so just in case this all failed, I have another computer recording the MP3. So I wasn't spewing this out into the middle of nowhere. What we got? Look at this. It's all working. Hey, we got a we got a donation. Biohazard just subscribed. Cool. I don't know what that means. I think you subscribe to what Streamlabs or to the YouTube's. That's good to. That tested one thing. If anyone's kind and charitable enough, if you want to make like a two dollar donation or some even a one dollar donation, and let me know that that came through that the donation worked. Let me take a look. John donated seventy two. Oh, that was a. That was a trial. Never mind. <sighs> Matteo Sepulvelda. People can't seem to communicate well anymore. Yeah, I wonder if they In person, even. Even for these kids with their damn phones. I hate to sound so old. What's going to happen? People aren't even dating in person anymore. Everyone's got to meet online. No one goes out and meets in person or public anymore. All right, let's get through the podcast here. Get through. Oh, Cavill, Kevin Cavill. Let me get. Let me get that up here. Problem with the live stream is I can't pause it. I probably should have had this stuff already uploaded, but like I said, this is the trial. the trial one cnn it's a little bit old wonder if cnn will start playing music without me if you have not heard henry cavill he is superman yeah see it's playing i didn't ask for that did not fucking ask for that there we go um he plays superman but more recently because I like the original show, Man from Uncle. And if you haven't seen that, go see Man from Uncle. That's a great, that's a great movie. That was that was James Bond. There were two James Bond movies that came out in addition to James Bond uh, in the past couple of years. One was uh, uh, Man from Uncle, and the other is the British show. What's the British one? The Kingsman. Both. 
Both are good. Both are better than... You take the last two or three James Bond movies uh, with Daniel Craig, and they're horrible. They're just, they're just not good. The last one, which I think was Skyfall, I fell asleep during that. And uh, if you want to watch a really good James Bond movie, you go watch Man From U.N.C.L.E., and then you go watch uh, uh, The British Show. Anyway, Henry Cavill plays Napoleon Solo. And if you saw the original TV show, Napoleon Solo, who's kind of the hero, splits the screen with Ilya Kiriakin. Uh, Napoleon Solo was played by Robert Vaughn. And Robert Vaughn, who has passed away, had his own distinct, unique accent and acting style and all that. Cavill, you could tell he's an actual actor because he studied Napoleon Solo's character, Robert Vaughn's acting through Napoleon Solo's character. He has the exact same mannerisms. And you wouldn't have picked up on that in the movie uh, unless you had seen the TV show from the 60s beforehand. But his accents, his timing, his uh, inclinations, or whatever the words are called, I'm like, holy cow, he's he's doing really good. He did a more professional but as good of a job as uh, Tony Curtis was impersonating Cary Grant in Some Like It Hot. Any of you guys see that movie? You guys know what I'm talking about? Some Like It Hot. Tony Curtis, Marilyn Monroe, Jack Lemmon, and uh, the one of the one of the characters he has to fake play in the movie. He has to act like a rich guy because he wants to get Marilyn Monroe. This is Tony Curtis, and so he acts like uh, he acts like he's this heir to the Shell Oil Corporation, and he just all he does is carry Grant. Now, when I first saw the movie. I'm like, well, why is he acting like that? Oh, he just happens to have an East Coast, New England, Winston Howell III accent. But then when you see Cary Grant's movies and you watch Tony Curtis spoofing Cary Grant for half the movie, you're laughing your ass off. It's brilliant. Oh, well, my goodness, yes. Hi, hello, Catherine. Why, yes, we own the entire Shell Oil Corporation. Yeah, here's MBA to CEO. Get a Discord chat. No, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. Anyway, so back to Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill played as an impressive, I don't want to say impersonation, replication of the main character, Napoleon Solo. So that's why. So anyway, good looking guy. I think he's uh, quite an accomplished actor. So Henry Cavill has apologized after backlash over his statements he recently made during an interview with GQ Australia. First mistake there, Henry don't know why I got to coach Henry, Superman, about how to be a guy, about how to be a man. You never, GQ, I don't care if it's Australia, the United States, the United Kingdom, GQ, Gentleman's Quarterly, is not a publication for men anymore. Hey, let's let's go check it out. Let's go look at, look at the staff. It's been taken over by SJWs, lesbians, feminists, all that other stuff, GQ. Let's look at the staff, video editing. You know they got to talk about themselves. Uh, let's go down to the bottom. I mean, go to the website. Go to GQ.com. Look at it and tell me it doesn't look like a woman's magazine. It's all gossip and dirt. Masthead. Career. Subscription services. 
is this the yeah here we go the masthead uh oh no links to the people no links to the they just list all the people that work there but no links to their background yeah look at gq just look at their um their covers and this is not a masculine magazine this is not written for men Let's go to GQ Australia. GQ women. <laughs> what do you call it? WQ then? Women's Quarterly? Come on. I just want to see. We got one sentence in and I'm already investigating, trying to contact us about us. Here we go. I guess not. Let's just grab a random article. Nicolina Skorik. That's a girl. Brad Nash. I can't link. There's no... They don't link at all. Why are they hiding themselves? No, I don't want to fall. Larger point, <clears throat> when you get the time, go look at the editors and writers of GQ. They are not men and if they are men they are not masculine men and i don't know why henry cavill thought going and talking to gq that'd be like me going and talking to miss magazine there'd be no reason to go and talk you're not maybe maybe his his uh, agent knew better maybe his agent's like hey you know gq is all girls now it's all women and you're a good looking guy henry you're you're a heartthrob go on gq but he didn't he didn't coach him right. <laughs> Poor Henry went in the gentleman's quarterly. Oh, gentleman's quarterly, we could talk guys, we could talk shop, we're in the locker room. And what he said, he didn't even say anything that uh, offensive, just truthful, which I guess is more offensive than anything else. The man of Steel Star talked to the magazine about his thoughts on the current Me Too movement. While the actor said stuff has to change absolutely in terms of men's behavior. So he's even siding with it. He also added it's important to also retain the good things which were a quality of the past, and get rid of the bad things. So far, nothing to get pissed off about. There's something wonderful about a man chasing a woman, he said. There's a traditional approach to that, which I think is nice. I think a woman should be wooed and chased, but maybe I'm old-fashioned for thinking that. I'm still waiting for what's going to truly offend me. It's very difficult to do that if there are certain rules in place, Cavill said, because then it's like, well, I don't want to go up and talk to her because I'm going to be called a rapist or something, he said. So, like, forget it. I'm going to call an ex-girlfriend instead and then just go back into a relationship, which never really, really worked. But it's way safer than casting myself in the fires of hell because I'm someone in the public eye. And if I go and flirt with someone, then who knows what's going to happen? 100% correct. 100% correct. And moral and right and virtuous. But the most important thing is it's true. So then what happens? The response on social media was swift and condemning of the former star of the Tudors. And they go through some tweets here <clears throat> from nobodies, from, from literally nobodies. On Friday, Cavill released a statement. So how long did it take you to cave there, Cavill? Cave and Cavill. Man of Steel, ba-ba-ba, ba-da-ba, ba-da-ba. It took a day. At most two, 48 hours. 
On Friday, Cavill released a statement on CNN saying, Having seen the reaction to an article in particular about my feelings on dating and the Me Too movement, I just want to apologize for any confusion and misunderstanding that this may have created. Insensitivity was absolutely not my intention, the statement read. In light of this, I would just like to clarify and confirm to all that I have always and will continue to hold women in the highest regard. Oh my God. You can't hold women or anyone. You can't hold anyone in the highest regard if you constantly lower the standards, you do not treat them as equals, and you, you, you fear and grovel at the fact they might disapprove of what you say. You cannot, you cannot, that's the opposite of respect. That's pandering. That, that's pandering. That's kissing ass. Guys don't like that. We have this built-in thing where it's like, some guy gives you a compliment, it's like, what the fuck does that guy want? the fuck is I don't trust him it's true you want me to distrust you immediately as a man you give me a compliment like what the fuck is what does he want because it is true guys like it when you're like hey listen fuck face you're screwing up over here hey all right thanks asshole I appreciate it because they got the balls to tell you the truth in theory you could strike at them and punch their lights out but that's the risk. That's the risk a good friend takes. Hey, at the risk of our friendship, maybe you ought to not wear the platform shoes. You know, maybe you ought to wear just regular shoes like the rest of us. At the risk of our friendship, or you punching me in the face, I think you ought to treat your girlfriend nicer. Really? You know, real gentlemen, real men. Oh, that's criticism coming from someone I care about and I respect. I got to think through that. That's what real men do. Inferior men say, fuck you, and they punch and they don't listen. Or at least they yell. But not here. Oh, not here. Here's some genuine, it's not even criticism. It's just it's just pointing out the emperor has no clothes. It's not even that risque. Now it's like, hey, the sun came up in the east. It's set in the west. And then everyone gets their tits in a sling. Everyone's panties is in the bundle. And what does he do? Before the metaphorical ink is dry on his on his uh, interview, he runs in and apologizes. Because instead of everyone who got offended having to sit there and think about it, whoa, really good looking guy who who's a superhero on the screen, like this is a this is a big celebrity, this is a very good looking guy, he is worried about getting accused of as absolutely he has every right. He has every right to worry about that being a public figure. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is a big concern. Just to say um, a, a, a female actress, I presume, has to worry about stalkers and needs security. In today's world, the likes of Henry Cavill and any notable uh, public figure, they got to worry about, oh, you know, in 1921, he, he copped a booby. And I, I just said, I'm so, I'm so, you're so brave. It is a witch hunt. It is. He is merely pointing it out. And I I don't know if people's feelings are that sensitive or these people are that weak or if they know that's the gig and the racket they want to keep it up. And so they got to keep him thumbed under. We got to make him apologize. We got to make him, we got to have him turn around and say, oh, wait, ho, ho. <clears throat> on second thought, I didn't see the emperor's penis. He does have clothes. <sighs> I have always continued to hold women in the highest regard. 
no matter the type of relationship, whether it be friendship, professional, or significant other. Well, this was scripted. Probably better professionals than I know what's going on here. Never would I intend to disrespect in any way, shape, or form, Cavill said. This experience has taught me a valuable lesson as to the context and nuance of editorial liberty. Well, you should have gone to GQ. That's all old Capmeister has to tell you. And you shouldn't have apologized. Tony Robbins, same thing. But you did. You guys all did. The, you know what, what would be best? You do one of two things. You either ignore it or you stand by it and say, no, I'm not apologizing. That's what I thought and that's what I mean and that's what I said. And you don't even respond in the media. You just tweet out something on your own or you go to YouTube You so there's no misinterpretation. I mean, websites like CNN and they'll take it and run with it and skew it. But you just basically make the press release. No, I'm not apologizing. That's what's happening. That's how I feel. And uh, I didn't hurt anybody, and I don't really care. And then you walk off the stage. And then, there, and then, as Chris Beckloff said, and there will be no questions. And you just, or you just say nothing. What do you have to say? I say, I'm going golfing. I'm going fishing. I'm going to go fix my car. I got more important stuff to worry about this. Never would I intend to disrespect in any way, shape, or form. Grovel, 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 grovel. This experience has taught me a valuable lesson as the context and nuance of editorial liberties. Look forward to clarifying my position in the future towards the... No, you don't give him any... Maybe I should be his PR agent. I look forward to clarifying my position in the future towards a subject that is so vitally important and in which I wholeheartedly support. Okay, what else we got? Why do I have two podcast notes up? Did I save this? Yeah, I got to save that. I'm going to put this one here. Oh, the girlfriend took the last bit of coffee. That was what I was going to. I was pissed off about that. Very pissed off today. Very angry. Woke up. I don't like going to the coffee store. Coffee store is too far away. Plus, it costs like four bucks or something like that. I had made a pot of coffee. <clears throat> made a pot of coffee yesterday. Make a big pot. So I'll have coffee for a couple days. And I had two glasses last or yesterday. <sighs> the girlfriend's not going to drink the rest of that. Yeah, she did. She did drink it all. I'm not going to make another pot of coffee. I have to go all the way. I walk down to the coffee store. And you got to order espresso. Let me tell you how to order espresso. I'll give you kids some wisdom here. I'm going to teach you how to order espresso. There is no standard universal measurement of an espresso. There isn't. I've gone to fine cafes. I have gone to coffee stores. I've gone because, you know, if you don't drink, then you're like, you got to fix it, replace it with something. So I do coffee and espresso. And I've ordered double espressos and they come in the little teacup. I'm being quite serious. Not one of my testicles would fit in this teacup. And I don't have particularly large testy. I'm just saying that's how small it is. And that's a double. And you're looking at this, this, doll play school set size teacup you're like this is a double then you go to there's a place uh not saginaw mackinac mackinac island michigan double espresso they gave me a vat of espresso it was like a full coffee cup of espresso i'm like that's a double 
And so me and the GF were walking downtown Mackinac Island. We're kind of like splitting it. And even then we're both chittery by the end of it. And so what I have found when you order espresso is you go in and you say, I would like this much espresso. And you show up by a width of your fingers. Like, I want about three inches of espresso. I want two inches of espresso. Say, so charge me for whatever that is. I want that much espresso. However much that is, make it so. And I've solved that problem. So I went in there. I said, I want that much espresso. She's like, oh, okay. And then usually you could see them trying to do math, but they can't because they're baristas and they majored in philosophy or whatever. The the discipline that you can just pick up for free at the library or listen to the stuff in Molyneux. And so she had to go back and ask the gal, how much is this espresso? <laughs> it's like, oh, that's about a double-double. I'm like, okay, a quadruple shot. Huh? Never mind. Just how much do I owe you? And it's worked. It's worked. $3.27. Okay, there you go. And then... See, nowadays, they got they got the swipey thing. And they, I always, I'm in the habit of, I have kind of a, uh, a minimum wage tip. Like, if you're going to fetch me a drink, that requires a certain amount of labor, and I'll tip a buck on that. Ever so roughly, I tip a buck a drink, all right? Depends on price and all, but, but if, if we're talking like, you know, a soda or an espresso, something that isn't a real drink, you still got to compensate the barista or your wait staff a buck for the labor. And so nowadays, especially at the coffee shops, they do the swoopy thing. They got the new Apple-looking device, and they swivel it around. And then you're used to just writing in your tip, but now I got to do a digital tip. And they already have pre-programmed percentages for tips, like 10%, 15%, 20%, 30%. And so I'm like, oh, well, standard is 20. So I click 20. Well, 20% on a $3 espresso was something like, I don't know, 60 cents. I'm like, if you had just did $1, $2, $3, and you know, give me some other options, they'd get more money. But I'm like, oh, that was pretty good service, 20%. I'm like, oh, that was like a 43 cent tip. <laughs> Drinks, though, it's a little bit different. See, like, let's say you order a very fancy scotch. Okay, that can run you. Shoot. I remember one time a buddy of mine ordered a 25-year-old scotch. And I look, I'm like, do you know what you're doing? $75 for one shot of scotch. It was also downtown Vegas. <clears throat> and I said, whoa, whoa, you know what you're doing? Like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Okay. Didn't know what he was doing. Looked at the bill. Oh, my God, you know how much they charged me? I'm like, yeah, I got an idea. Is it more than 50 bucks? Yeah, how did you know? I don't know. 25-year-old scotch on the Vegas Strip. I don't know what that would cost, but it's going to be more than a gallon of milk. So here you got a $75. That that waiter or waitress did the exact same amount of work. They just went back there, poured the thing, got the stuff, and shipped it back to you. I'm not going to pay 20% on a $75 shot of scotch. You didn't, like, change my oil. You didn't, you didn't like... You know, give me a back rub while I was drinking this scotch and sing me a song. You just fetch me a drink. That's it. Usually the dollar per drink, that averages out to about 20%, maybe a little bit more, uh, depending on what your order. So that's kind of that's kind of my, my lower limit, upper limit. I'm like, okay, if you get food, you got to do a 20%. The service was good. But the drinks, man, it, it's kind of like, 
I'll pay you a dollar minimum unless you throw this percentage stuff in my way, in which case you're getting less. And I don't care if you got the, uh, what's the really expensive stuff? The, um, the French stuff. Martin, no, not Remy Martin. Louis Thirteenth is that the expensive stuff? Hang on, let's take a look. It's going to, oh, there's the, uh, uh, uh. Louis Thirteenth. I think we're going to have to do the Roman numerals. Oh, that's cognac. That's not uh, scotch. $3,000 for a bottle at Total Wine. The decanter itself sells for $500. Oh. At what point do you think, hey, maybe I got something better to do with my money? Maybe I could help a kid, you know, eat for a year. I don't know. Not that the soft side of Clary is coming through. All right, let's try it back. All right, we got a chat room. Let me go through this chat room and see what's going on here. We got Andrea. We got Steve Williams. Andrea, questions. Hey, why is there not an audio book for Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty? Um... It's not that popular of a seller, uh, not because it's not popular, but uh, black males are, it's a statistical minority, um, and I, the rate of return is not worth um, investing in it, because it, it, that would take about 1500 bucks to record it, but uh, it just it's just not that big of a seller, so the return on investment isn't there. Paul mentioned The Persuaders, a show starring Tony Curtis and Roger Moore, and that was campy as hell. If you want to see why the 70s suck, take those two great good-looking actors and it's horrible. <laughs> it is horrible. I like the pretext and the context. There are two rich guys, one British, one American, <clears throat> and they're just slaying the ladies. They're just slaying the ladies. But we watched two episodes of The Persuaders and the... Uh, I think I even mentioned this on a different podcast. The architecture and fashion ruined it for me everyone was just ugly even roger moore and tony curse they had big bushy sideburns and that's all the 70 was is like how much hair can we grow out of every pore of our body and just look like we haven't showered it's like the people from uh, woodstock never took a bath and that's basically the 70s what was woodstock 69 so by the time 78 rolled around, everyone was looking pretty haggard. Uh, the man from UNCLE only got a 66 on Rotten Tomatoes. Skyfall got a 92. Yep, that's why you don't... <clears throat> I don't know how the man from UNCLE only got a 66. That was, a, that was, I'd say, a perfect movie. Maybe not your favorite, but a very well done movie. Uh, the feminists gave him shit because he is the most desirable man and they are pissed off they can't have him. That might be true. Uh, I'm 23, my generation is a nightmare, and that man explained exactly how the dating game really works. It does, and it's broken. Oh, I'd hate to be 23-year-olds in dating now. I would hate to be 23-year-old in dating. D.B. Cooper said, good espresso advice. Yes, yes, I've become a connoisseur of ordering espresso. If someone buys a pack of jerky, ah, good old Steve's jerky. 
Facebook.com Steve's Jerky. If someone buys a pack of jerky during this stream, I'll donate $2 for each pack to Kathy. <laughs> Facebook.com at Steve's Jerky. He's, he's over in the, the chat room, guys, if you want to do that. What would you do, Kathy, if you won the lottery? Uh, nothing different than I'm doing now. That's the benefit of minimalism. I, I would... Uh, I think if anything, I'd outsource more stuff. I'd have someone program the website. Um, I don't. Th I think I'd keep my cars that I have. I'd probably get an old 1972 Mach 1 Mustang. That'd be about the only luxury item. I'd put a couple of my buddy's kids through college, assuming they majored in the right thing or trade school or something like that. But I wouldn't pay them. I would reimburse them. I wouldn't even tell them I'm doing it. Like I'd wait till they suffered and endured and they had to worry about debt. And then when they graduate with a real degree or a real trade, I'd say, hey, how much is your student loans? And I'd just come and check. And like, there you go. And I'd get the fuck out of here. Then there'd be that moment that you see in the movies. Hey, you're not a dickhead after all. What else? Buy some property in South Dakota. Not much else. They're really, I mean, once you you get to a point, if you're a minimalist and you value humans above all else and you got some good friends and loved ones and all that, and you go and explore, look, you can explore and motorcycle and adventure. You get to this chasm or this gap that if you want to do the next grade up of adventuring, the cost skyrocket. So, for example, if I want to do something more beyond the motorcycling and hiking and golfing, you're starting to look at things like you're going to go fly. You know, I get my pilot's license. Well, that, that costs a lot of money. You get a boat or a yacht. That costs a lot of money. Um, you buy stupid expensive stuff like, you know, the 69 Mach 1 Mustang, not the 72. Um, it, but, but the question is to what point? What is that going to avail you of? Okay, I get to fly now. I get to fly a P-51 Mustang. Great, I'm the fine owner of a P-51 Mustang. Now I got headaches and time and maintenance. Same thing with both time and maintenance. And what you find, it's kind of the paradox of with a, with a large house. Everybody thinks they want to live in a large house. You don't want to live in a large house. Because there's just more stuff you got to clean, more stuff that's going to go wrong with it. And it's your time. It's your time that's most important. I think, and I don't think, I know what I would be doing is paying a lot of my friends to go on adventures with me. I think that's probably the biggest expense. Now I think about that would be the what I would do with my money. I don't even think I'd, I'd spend through it. I would pay people like, I bought you a flight, get your ass out to Vegas, we're going riding. I bought you a flight, get your ass out to Moab, we're going hiking. I bought you a flight, get your ass out to Italy, we're going to drive around and get really pissed off at the traffic and realize that the this country sucks more than it looks like on the postcards. I, I know you can't afford this trip, except now you can. Come out to the Black Hills. We're going to play some poker in Deadwood. Buy land in Moab, but then you'll deal with annoying trust funders. Oh my God, are you not joking? That town is loaded with money. I remember the cheap, the cheap hotel was $300 a night. Thank God I only spent there two days. You're, you almost, what's tragic about Moab is it is the most beautiful part of the country, the contiguous United States anyway. Alaska's a little bit prettier, I would say. Not by much though, not by much. 
Um, so you have the world's most beautiful, or at least the United States' most beautiful land. Oh, but yeah, you want to talk about rich baby boomer central. And uh, you cannot afford to stay out. You got to camp. You got to camp. Or you go hang out in Green River or you crash in um, Grand Junction, Colorado, and you make the hour trip down. Uh, but that's, um, then you're wasting your time. See, goes back to time again. Uh, if you had to pay them to go with you, are they really your friends? No, it's not, it's not that I got to pay them to spend time with me. It's that they don't have the budget. Most of my friends, even though they are my friends, they didn't heed my financial advice. So now they got mortgages, kids, expenses, debts. Um, they're also very poor at time management. Um, it, it, it's not an issue that I'm paying them to come hang out with me. It's that they can't afford the flight. It just, it's just that, or they don't have the time. They don't have the time. I got this, I got that. They don't know how to manage their houses correctly. I know I'm all pissed off with my house right now, but this is the stuff I got to do now. So I don't have a major problem down the road later. That would take two weeks, you know? Most people, they see bees in their house. Ah, they'd let it go. Well, bees all of a sudden are going to start eating that wood. Now you have structural problem. Now you got to fumigate the place. Now you got to be kicked out of your house for a week. And that accrual of time all of a sudden starts really cutting into people's management or free time. And they don't have the time to go. Although usually it's money because they have kids. Uh, I would do the same. I would pay for my friend's time to hang out with me. Atham writes, would you invest on a Bitcoin mining rig? Might be a good idea right now. No, because now you got to set it up. Atham, you ain't listening. You Go look at these maps. Go spelunk some more here. If you, if you like Bitcoin and you're willing to invest the time to do it, but think about all... One, think about the time and effort and capital expenditure. You have to invest just to get average to compete with these guys. Then... Think about the time commitment it's going to take to managing your rig, keeping up. This is an exponential, um, not learning curve, but technology curve. You have always got to be on the latest and greatest technology to get those Bitcoins mined. All right, now you got to give up your spelunking. Now you got to give up your hiking. Now you got to give up your pipes. I mean, if, if that's your thing, if you really like it, you know, like if it's, it was your motorcycling, you know, fine, go ahead and do it. But <clears throat> I, I, don't, I don't have the time. Uh, Obaleski writes, would you say, Cappy, that Trump is the only baby boomer you like? No, there's, there's a lot of boomers I like. It's just as a whole, I don't like baby boomers in general, but there's plenty of baby boomers I like. Like, um, oh, um, there's, um, no, I guess I hate them all. They should all die. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Bruce Willis. Uh, these are celebrities because if I said people in my individual life, you wouldn't know who they are. Kurt Russell, you know, there are conservative baby boomers in general. Um, who else would I say is a good boomer? I mean, they're out there. I mean, you know them in your personal life. There's that, look, I know this may shock you. I also like some millennials. There's some millennials out there that are great. They kick ass and take a lot of names. Ooh, do I say Sergeant Craig is a baby boomer? He he doesn't like to associate with that. He's, <laughs> he's like, yeah, those damn boomers. I'm like, are you a little bit older than me? Are you kind of on the cusp? <laughs> uh, thanks to Cappy on that practice call for my daughter months ago. Oh, hey, Joe, how you doing? 
she starts an accredited tech school for IT security with the first year at only 145 due to scholarships and grades. Oh, awesome. I talked to Joe's kid. He dragged me on the praxis. He says, hey, talk to my dumb kids. And they weren't dumb. He didn't say that. So I talked to him and they were. That Now, that's great to hear, Joe. Glad to hear that they're going, that your daughter's, and that's 100 foot. Look at that. Oh, she's going to have no debt. You could earn that babysitting in a couple days. Uh, Mega Mind Swift, it writes, watching your videos about college makes me more happy that I've decided to go into the trades instead of going to school. Wayward Hero, the hell you're streaming today, Cappy? Yeah, we're trying to, I'll give you a more of a top-down view. Um, I want, I want, I want the shekels, I want the gimme debts, I want the monies. And instead of waiting for YouTube to inevitably approve and give me their freaking blessing to monetize my channel... Uh, Streamlabs allows you to do that. You can make donations. All you have to do is go to streamlabs.com slash brother. I think you should be able to do donate through PayPal or credit card. That should be. If any of you guys have any troubles, I mean, this is the uh, the maiden voyage of this uh, Streamlabs uh, podcast. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to pretty much live stream my podcast. we got the Clary podcast on Fridays. we got the Older Brother podcast on Tuesdays. I'm going to have to figure out how to do Streamlabs and get a bunch of people in at the same time. So maybe I got to, I'll have to do another test stream with like John Steele or somebody so I can figure out how to invite people and still run Streamlabs at the same time. Although now that I think about it, nothing would stop people from going to Streamlabs.com. I don't have to actually be streaming through Streamlabs for you guys to make a donation. You can go to Streamlabs.com slash older brother anytime and make a donation. It's whether I get notified while streaming. <clears throat> and so this, I just wanted to use the Clary podcast today to trial run this. And so far it's going on without a hitch. Although I got to run down to the homie DePot and get some, uh, get some shelving uh, trim. One of the side problems or side benefits, fringe benefits, silver lining to the dark, dark cloud of having my basement get a little bit of water in it is we had to tear up the carpet, move all the girlfriend's clothes, and then and all of a sudden she's starting to realize, oh, yeah, I do have a lot of clothes. Like, yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> now let's get rid of some of it. And so we've come up with a new system and organizing it. And one of the more clever things, I'll grant her, I'll grant her this. You, you guys got to listen to your women sometime because uh, sometimes they come up with some pretty impressive stuff. And I know you guys mock and ridicule them for watching the HGTV show or they go on their doilies and crafts webpages or listen to the pot. Some of that stuff is actually really practical. And so what she saw, one of her her um, chicks and boobies show was a gal had a lot of shoes. I guess not a lot. I mean, I guess women have a lot of shoes anyway. And she took some trim, found some wide trim that would normally be molding up in the corner of a house. And they angled it and drilled it in so it shot upward at about a 45 degree angle and then she just started hanging all of her shoes on there and i have to admit not only is it functional does it save a lot of space and clean up a lot of room but it actually adds if you got like a blank empty wall it's kind of like yeah, it's something to look at i wouldn't say it's art but it's artistic and then hey i can see my floor again oh my god i remember when i used to own this place and there was like a couch and a computer screen and I had my laundry room, and the laundry room meant I just had a pile of clean clothes and dirty clothes, and that's what that room was meant for, and there was nothing else. 
If you guys ever visited me either in Wyoming or my single days, you would have seen a very sparsely populated apartment. Very sparsely populated. Uh, watching your trades. Watching your videos about college makes me ha more happy. I've decided to go into the trades instead of going to art school. Awesome. Uh, son is 23-year-old CNC machinist and the youngest a junior in high school. Wants chemical engineering. Not bad for full-time single dad. Dad, single moms can suck it. <laughs> hey, Joe. that's uh, Dude, if you got all three of your kids... Oh, think about this. Think about this. If you bat a thousand, that should be the goal of every parent. If you can bat a thousand, meaning you get your kids out and productive with very little or relatively low amounts of college debt, and they have a job by the time they're 23 or 24, well, you're batting a thousand. Uh, Joe says, I'm awesome. Yes, yes, I am. How come you don't live stream with Bernard Chapin? Ah, we had a falling out. Uh, it's it's nothing uh, professionally wrong with Bernard. It's just personal stuff with Bernard. Deep down inside, he's a nice guy. He's just got some issues. Wayward Hero. Well, I bought my first book on Audible and just so happens to be Bachelor Pad Economics. Outstanding. Very good choice. Very good choice, my good sir. Um, let's get some sponsors out of the way. I'm going to have to redo the sponsor list because I don't have the prescripted sponsors. Well, let me open up now. I can do that later. Hang on. Wait, I got on this computer. Why don't I just go over here? Let's go on this one. Where the hell? Okay. Academiccomposition.com. Guys, go there. Well, I guess it's summer now. Nobody's really in school anymore. But if you happen to be taking a summer class and you don't want to write your papers for classes that have nothing to do with your major, which means half of them, why don't you consider hiring Alex or one of his writing staff over at academiccomposition.com where they will write your college papers for you. Also, Alex is always hiring. So you can, um, if you're looking for a job, making a little bit of scratch, you want to work from a laptop, he's looking to hire writers and he's always looking to hire marketers. Both jobs are very boring because writing Marxist leftist slop you don't believe in can be mentally draining, but he does pay. Uh, wait, do we get a donation? What was that? Oh, Max Wilson just subscribed. <clears throat> awesome. You get a little uh, anime gif. If you subscribe or donate a little bit, some anime gif comes up. And I was thinking we should have like a girl do a strip tease or something like that. That would be better because we're predominantly men here. Let me get back to the... Where'd I go? There it is. Uh, we have my Amazon affiliate program. Um, I have a plan. Starting Sunday. I'm not going to mention it, but um, I'm going to be combining asshole consulting with the Amazon affiliate program. You should be doing all your Amazon purchases through my Amazon affiliate program. And if you don't know how, all you have to do is go to captaincapitalism.blogspot.com. Everyone should do this. Everyone should do this. You all go to CaptainCapitalism.blogspot.com. And then on the right sidebar, you should see a banner that says Amazon. It's got a little blue shopping cart, white background. You always go there first. Go to that site. Then click on that Amazon banner. Then do your purchases because that way I get a 7% cut. If you go straight to Amazon.com, I don't get a cut. So you have to get into the habit of going to that site first. Perhaps just... 
directly going to, you know, if you want to bookmark it, you can go ahead. That's an easier way to do it. But if you do all your purchases through that, it doesn't cost you anything. You don't have to donate to my Patreon, which I still don't understand, but people, that seems to be the way things are going. People are making thousands of dollars a month on Patreon. It's like, well, why not go through the Amazon affiliate program? It doesn't cost anybody nothing. Anyway, I get a commission on your Amazon affiliate purchasing program purchases. So if you do lifelong purchases through my Amazon affiliate program, you are thanking me and rewarding me way more than the dollar per month. I'll take the dollar per month donation at Patreon. Don't get me wrong. But it's the habit. It's the habit. If you can get online and go online and buy all your stuff through my Amazon affiliate program, when you go through Amazon, mucho gracias, thanks. Um, for that, uh, invisiblehandfashion.com. If you guys are looking for some merch like uh, coffee mug shirts and the like that have some very interesting uh, and thoughtful economic quips on them, like charts. My favorite is the coffee mug where you have a, a blue uniform, it says police officer, you have a white lab coat, it says doctor, and then you have a green apron, it says liberal arts major. <laughs> So you can find stuff like that at InvisibleHandFashion.com. We have Steve's Jerky. Steve's Jerky. Oh, that's where I put the ad, Steve. Yours is in the standard uh, canned advertising. Steve Jerky. You go to Facebook.com slash Steve's Jerky. And then, um, well, he's not on the advertising list anymore, but we might as well mention Business Buyer Advantage. BusinessBuyerAdvantage.com. Go there if you are looking to buy a business. He will analyze the business for you. You certainly want to do that before you cash in your RRSP or your 401k to follow your dreams. Orionscoldfire.com. Check that out. That guy is a photographer. He does some posts and blogging and, and writing as well, but I really like his, his site for his photography because he goes to the same place as I do, like Zion. This and I'm like, ah, dude, you're over there. Ah, dude, you're over there. Ah, dude, I know exactly where you're standing. He's like, oh, dang. <laughs> It's like I got a buddy who works in the railroad uh, <clears throat> inspection world, if that's a thing. It is a thing, but, but he, he inspects railroads. And I'll be hiking and, and bumming around, and I'm like, ah, he's never been here. He doesn't know where this one is, so I'll take a picture, I'll text it to him. He's like, oh, yeah, that's over at this place in that intersection just north of the, of the duck pond. You're like, ah, oh, you asshole. He's been everywhere. Um, if you want the Clary Podcast archives, you can get that. Um, either by going through, you can get it for free, uh, but it's episodes 100 through the current by going to the Clary Podcast RSS feed. But if you want to do the original first 100, uh, of which there's only 75 because I lost the original 25, because the dirty little secret about podcasting is that all podcasts are going to suck, at least for the first 10 episodes. And you can find that out by tuning into the Older Brother podcast. But if you want that, I can put them on a thumbnail archive. It's 35 bucks. I don't make that much money off of it. I just compensate for my time and the cost. And you get a free thumb drive with it. Huh? How about that? Free thumb drive. And I'll throw in a picture of uh, the model who modeled for um, Captain's Quarterly. She's all dressed up and dolled up in like uh, 1950s housewife garb and lingerie. It's horrible. You guys won't like it. Uh kingscastle.com check out those guys go to kingscastle.com latest in red pill can actually you know what let me double check there was another site another site wanted me to link to them and uh 
I saw that their latest post was in 2017. Okay, King's Castle is still going strong. July 2018. They still got posts there, guys. <clears throat> Dating Mormons. Iron versus Body Building Week 8 Recap. Stop and Smell the Roses. Meal Prep 101. Pepper Chicken Breast. These are more of a how-to website for you boys out there. And girls. We All the advice is universally applicable, boys and girls. It's just, guys, listen. <laughs> it's the only difference. <laughs> what else we got? We got the Patreon, patreon.com slash Aaron Clary. Don't do that. If you want to donate today, go to that streamlabs.com slash older brother. Let's take a look. This thing keeps dinging. Atham donated 666. Thank you, Atham. Oh, Andrew donated $2.50. Thanks, Andrew. Oh, here's here's a script. Oh! Okay, this is how it works. I wish you guys could see this. It kind of... It shows me I got like a little events calendar. Not calendar, but an events log. It shows me what's going on. So Andrew donated $2. Andrew writes, I'm 18 and looking to buy my first car. Any advice, Lord Cappy? Yes. <clears throat> Go... It doesn't... It's not the specific car you want. It's the car that has low miles and a low price. And a good Carfax report. Or Carfax report. So you want to go to Auto Trader. I didn't have luck with, with CarSoup, but you want to go to one of those online car places. And you want to spend at least a day looking for cars within a 400 mile radius of your place. And then you, uh, you, you basically, it's worth paying a mechanic to go get it and look at it. And get you know, like, hey, here's a hundred dollars. Can you go take a look at this car over at that shop for me? They'll usually send a mechanic to do it. Go there, okay, cool. Then you drive out there, take a look at it yourself. If you like it, cut the check, bada boom, bada bing, you're done. You should, you should be able to find a car for under five thousand. I don't know if the car rental bubble is hit. There's um Back five, six years ago, the car rental places just bought a ton of rental cars. And now that glut of cars is now going to be taken off of their roster and they're going to sell it. I don't know if those have been dumped into the market, so that might price or put some downward pressure on used car prices. But you should be able to find a car, $5,000, I want to say 30,000 miles or less, but certainly 50,000 miles or less. Uh, and then just pay cash and you're done with it. Might need a little work. Might need new tires. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, but that's what I recommend. <clears throat> Atham also wrote with his donation, Have a nice day, gobshite. Ah! Have you been watching Father Ted? Everybody in the chat room, everybody listen, you gotta watch Father Ted. It's a great uh, BBC comedy show about Irish priests off on this island. One's normal, one's a borderline retard, and the other is this lecherous old dirty man of a priest who's an alcoholic. It's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. Um, Patreon, we got my books. I'm going to assume most of you guys, have, if, if you guys are already tuning in now, you've bought the books that you want to read and you've already read them. The only thing I ask of you guys is if you have bought the books and read them, please do a review and a liking or a starring over on Amazon. If you haven't, or you're new, welcome to the club. We got a couple books out, Reconnaissance Man, The Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty, Batch of Pad Economics, Worthless, 
enjoy the decline, curse of the high IQ, poor Richard's retirement. And then we also have uh, other people's books, Run Guts, Pull Cones uh, by Adam Piggott, Push Rubber Downhill by Adam Piggott. I don't know if you guys ever go to pushingrubberdownhill.com. You can check him out. He's uh, he's uh, he's basically an Australian version of me, but way cooler. He's just a touch cooler. Carrie Lutz's viral podcasting. Check out his site over at financialsurvivalnetwork.com. Glorious Carl's book, Trade the Ratio. Hey, in the chat room, how many of you guys know uh, Rolo Tomasi? I've heard of him. Let's see how this chat room thing works. May even be a delay. Okay, apparently nobody knows Rolo Tomasi. All right, check out his website, tapwhiskey.com. Whiskey spelled without any. Oh, wow, do I have a lot of sponsors on this? I can delete this one because they're no longer in the thing. Oh, wait, oh, they are. Uh, go to Michael Kingswood, noncommunistsciencefiction.com. Let me see if he, he told me he got that site. Sorry for the unprofessionalism here, guys. I just want to test out a bunch of new stuff. Noncommunistsciencefiction.com. Does it go to his site? It does. Ah, it does. It goes to michaelkingswood.com. Ha, 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 ha. Michael Kings was a friend of mine, retired military, naval commander, um, and he writes a lot of science fiction and you know merchant marines and outer space and all that other good stuff. Uh, but we were talking, he, he really likes science fiction. And I kind of mocked him. I said, you're the only non-communist science fiction writer out there. And uh, I said, you should get the URL. And he did. He did. So now he is. So non-communist science fiction, if you want to read science fiction that isn't communist, uh, go to non-communist science fiction and check out our good friend, uh, uh, Michael. Oh, okay, here it is. Looks like there's like a minute or two delay on the chats. All you guys know who Rolo is. Rational Mail. Father Ted for the win. Obaleski wants to know, are you writing a new book at all, Clary? Yes, um, I have a month left of teaching my online classes um, that I've been teaching since I was 24. We're coming up on 19 years. It'll be, I think, 19 and a half years I've been doing these online classes, and thank God they're ending. Because uh, in the olden days, in order to take these classes, you had to be going to college. Well, they've lowered the standard now, and um, <clears throat> the questions, let's just say, have become increasingly tedious. Like, what's a dividend? It's like, did you read the text? Did you read? I mean, we are... I mean, this is adult education. This is adult. This isn't, you know, eight-year-old kid who just doesn't want to do his homework. These are full-grown adults taking these classes. And the question is like, can I get an extension on the final? The website isn't working. Stuff like that. I'm like, ah, I think I'll be done. I'll be done. Uh, so once that is done, I think my last day is August 13th. That's going to free up about an hour a day of my life. And uh, I have three books I'd like to write. One of which will be an addendum to Bachelor Pad Economics designated towards women. And you know how I, like when I say I'm going to write an essay, all of a sudden it becomes like a small book. If I'm going to write a book, it becomes a large one. But I'm going to 
have that uh, be written. I want to write a book for Gen Z. The only problem is I don't believe Gen Z is conscious enough yet, nor do I think they read. So whereas the topic would be lengthy, philosophical, and very important, um, I may have to really shorten it down to get them. I'm not talking Laura Southern shortness where she's on the toilet and she writes her book and it's a 40-page pamphlet. Um, but I don't want it to be too long because, I, really, I mean, you guys remember being kids. Heck, back in the 80s, no one wanted to read. Of course, they were jamming it down our throats. So I can't imagine Gen Z wanting to read, especially with their attention spans. And it may not even be worth it because it's, you know, horse and water kind of thing. It it would be a vital book. should be a bestseller. Like all my other books should be. Think about the uh, Think about all the financial problems that would have been resolved if we just made every kid read batch of pet economics and worthless and poor richard's retirement there wouldn't be any financial charge there wouldn't there just wouldn't uh so the issue and i can't write books that are quote going to save the world i gotta write books that gives aaron them their shekels um i was thinking writing a book for women but I'd have to become an established author first among women. And then there's several other books I'd like to write for women. But since <clears throat> that, is, I'd, I'd do a fundraiser, like a GoFundMe. Like, okay, you want me to write this book? I need a million dollars. I'm not wasting my time writing this book because it'd be a lengthier one. And like, yeah. But um, these are all th- – I can't – and I can't tell you the topic. I'd like to tell you what it is about. But if I do, then somebody else is going to jump on it. And that's kind of one of the problems about writing. Once you register the title – with Amazon, then you're pretty much good to go. Then I could tell you what it is. But since I'm not even at that stage yet, I can't really tell you guys what um, what it is. Uh, Jonathan Flores writes, what's the composition company? I'm about to take an English course that has nothing to do with my degree. Academiccomposition.com. Check it out. Tell Alexi I sent you. That way he keeps advertising on my site. Plus he's a friend. Uh, Hell Cappy, check out my Matrix review on Audible. The movie? Just finished listening to the Rational Mail. Oh, oh, Rolo's got it on audiobook. Yeah, yeah, Rolo's, Rolo's a pro, man. I missed him twice when I was out in Nevada. Uh, Andrew writes, Poor Richard's Retirement was a great book, short and right to the point. Yeah, I don't like long books unless they have to be. I really want to start writing these essays. There's these topics that are only worth like 30, 40 pages, but it's time and I don't want to flood the market with a ton of books. Motorcycle book, perhaps. Got to be sure to include the triple threat, the cheap do-it-yourself, soap pump, bottle oil. Oh, that was, that's them taken to the grave. Taking that one to the grave. Uh, There's enough motorcycle books out there and you have to be very judicious in what you write a book about. And sadly, nine out of ten times, you don't get to write a book about what you really want to write a book about. I, what I really want to do is write a comic book. I have a great story for a comic book. I have great character developments. I know exactly the plot. And I can even leave it off where there would be a sequel if I ever wanted to resurrect that character. And the only problem is I can't find an artist. I cannot find it out. I can't find... Here, if you guys know anyone who's a good artist, and by good, I don't mean he's talented or she's talented. I mean, they're talented and they can do shit on time. That's the key thing. They can produce. They're not just sitting there, oh, yeah, man. Well, you know, artists are kind of like, fuck what artists are. That's why artists are poor. 
Artists and musicians are poor because they have no business hustle or acumen. They're lazy. All they want to do is strum their guitar and think the whole world is going to line up to suck their dick and buy their shit. So if you know an artist that actually has business hustle and will get to me promptly and regularly, then I could churn out a weekly comic book and then I'd... uh, I want it to be nice. I want it to be nice too. And then once I have enough and it'd be a complete work, I'd turn it into a colored comic book. It'd be thick, be very expensive, but it would almost be a piece of work that I'd want to have done, not to necessarily make money, but just to say, like, I made this nice, beautiful, fun, interesting, engaging thing. It's a comic book even adults would read. Not that it'd be pornographic or anything, but it it would uh, be for all ages. It wouldn't be cute and artsy-fartsy. Uh, but yeah, I... I that's that. Those are the books I'd like to write, but you got to write books that sell. Because you're spending so much time. You're spending so much time. It has to pay off. You cannot take three months off full-time work and not have it pay off. Books for women have to be written with so much lies and sugar-coated it'll be impossible to read by a male. Oh, what do you think my book would be? Truth? <laughs> I have a book in mind for truth for ladies, but the other one I want to write is just all lies, all lies. Uh, there's a bridge in the city that a bunch of artists live under. The guy who illustrated Dr. Peterson's book, though he may be swamped currently since he has released his cyborg series, my cousin gets 9000 per month from alimony and her, and her work, and she is 75000 in debt. She says she's independent. I love her to death, but her life is on shambles. You cannot, if you have debt, you're not independent. Unless you borrowed money for a house, if it's a, debt for an asset that appreciates in value. If you have debt that is mathematical financial proof, you are not independent. That means you needed other people's money. No debt is truly independent. Needing other people's money means you're dependent. But logic is not exactly the lady's strong suit. Uh, <clears throat> If any of you guys go to Vegas, check out jacobsadultplayground.com first. It's not porn. It's not strippers. It's just, you know, Vegas is an adult playground. Go there first. You get some deals. Conservative Brew, are they still in business? Since this is the crap show. Still in business. Check out conservativebrew.com. Buy their coffee if you'd like. Chad Elkins, I'd like to endorse him, but he's busy. He's already got a full plate. And then we have the League of Extraordinary Podcasters. When you're done tuning into this, you guys want to tune into something else. There's the World Class Bullshitters. John Grant's outfit called 405media.com. Obsidian Radio. O'Shea Jackson, both on YouTube. Financial Survival Network, we mentioned Carrie Lutz before. Silvio Canto, C-A-N-T-O. You can find him on blogtalkradio.com. Tom Likas, he's got a different song, uh, site. It's not Blow Me Up Tom anymore. It's a different site. Economic Invincibility, he's over on YouTube. Uh, Rich Cooper, Entrepreneurs in Cars, he always drops in on Twitter sometimes. And the Safety Doc podcast, go, podcast, go to safetyphd.com, check him out. Small Scale Life and tjmartinell.com, our good uh, 30-year-old friend out in the Canadian, Canadian, uh, Washingtonian Cascades. I think we got a, that's all the sponsors there, cool. All right. 
Oh, here we are. If we're on, if I go to YouTube, it's also streaming. Oh wait, can you guys see that thing scrolling by? Atham six six six, Andrew Figuera, two point five. Do you guys all see that? Don't go to Vegas. Go to Monaco. Sure, Paul. If we want to fly across an ocean. Okay, so this is. All right, and then Atham's notification comes up there. Oh, look at this. That's how it works. Okay. Thanks for being patient with me, guys. I really appreciate it. Oh, the other thing that you guys could send me in addition to artists. Send me cute girls willing to model who can show the fuck up on time. That'd be another thing. I have uh, uh, one idea. I could tell you the idea. I am willing to split the profits 50-50 for every asshole consulting video. What I'd like to have is like if I'm busy, have a cute girl read the answers uh, and the questions for some asshole consulting clients where it's like I'm busy, the house is flooded, the scorpions are invading, bees are invading, whatever. I got to go be a man and maintain my house. I could just bang out a script, send it to Mitzi. She puts on some kind of French maid outfit. Films herself, reads it, sends me to video. If any of you know anyone that's got the fucking competency to do that, let me know. I'm just going to assume there's no women in the listening right now. <laughs> oh, Paul's in Europe. Oh, okay, yeah. That's, well, yeah, if I had the choice between Monaco and uh, Vegas, I'd go to Monaco too, but I'd have to be in Europe right now. All right, let's take a look at the notes. We did the... Oh, <clears throat> let's do some fan mail. Where the hell the family here is again? Hang on. Uh, Katya writes, Hi, Cappy. First, this is not a request for consulting. I'm writing because I wanted to say thank you. I'm one of those girls. Oh, it's a lady. It's a girly girl. I'm one of those girls who used to believe about staff stuff. She's from uh, the Ukraine, I believe. Uh, she meant stuff. Like, looks don't matter, etc. I never really tried to be feminine for a number of reasons, but I will not tire you with that information. I would have loved to have known. There's a lot of guys and gals out there that want to know why you girls hate being women. I I don't know why women don't embrace femininity. I don't know why you guys want to be guys. I mean, <clears throat> I'd like to think that you're intellectually stronger and more rigorous to succumb to what is nothing more than that wimpy-ass outright brainwashing that comes from feminists in the public schools. Although you're in the Ukraine, I don't know what's going on in Ukraine. What is wrong with being a woman? I, that, that is one, that's a quandary. You're all pro-rah-rah woman, but then you want to be guys. I had a girl, friend of mine, Atham knows her, we all met. That's the girl I'm talking about, Atham, you know her. She's, uh, she's getting married now. And she sends a picture, a picture of her and her girlfriends, and it's all post-workout, and they're all flexing like guys. She's like, we're working out to stay sexy. And I say, yeah, but that picture is gross. And even this smart, high-IQ individual, she's like, that's not gross. You guys want women that are in shape. Da, 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 da. It's like, I want sausage. I don't want to see how it's made. I say, that is gross and disgusting. You know, maybe you can burp and fart and belch a little bit. Maybe you can make armpit farting noises while you're at it. How did they get into your brain so easily? That's what I want. How did they fool you into not wanting to be women? How did they fool you into like trying to become something you simply cannot be and that is men? You girls do know you make horrible men, by the way. 
you're very bad at it. You're absolutely bad at it. You can't climb as fast. You don't take risks. You don't die as quickly. You don't injure yourself as much. <laughs> you don't you don't throw yourself foolishly while drunk at people you stand no chance of getting. You, you avoid men. I mean, you're you're horrible men. You're just really sucky men. It hurts my. I don't care if it hurts your feeling. Men make bad women. We don't try, except for a very, very, very small percentage of us, and they do really bad too. They dress up in drag and they don't shave their legs. We make horrible women. But I don't think any one of us guys are, well, not any one of us guys. I don't think the vast majority of us said, oh, yeah, we want to be women. Uh, anyway, I've listened to your older videos on YouTube about the subject and you opened my eyes. Yes, my pride still hurts. Pride in what? Being a really sucky guy? This is like me getting pissed off because I didn't get accepted to the NBA. You know, like the Washington Wizards didn't take me on as their first string guard. I won't lie about that, but nobody said it was going to be easy. Well, yeah, everyone you believe said it was going to be easy. Democrats, feminists, teachers. Again, I don't know what it's like in Ukraine. But they told you it was going to be easy. I want to say thank you for being honest with girls like me about the importance of beauty. Hi, no I mean, at least you learned. At least you saved yourself. I believe people need to know what they do impacts the world and in a good way. What I mean, Cappy, that your honesty is really helpful for others. I hope you will never forget what a great person you are. Oh, I know I'm great. I know I'm great. So I always pat myself on the... Oh, boy, I look at myself in the mirror. Are you sure are great, Cappy? Yeah. Let's go kill some more bees and scorpions. Uh, best wishes, Katya. P.S. Love from Ukraine. Oh, it's the Ukraine now. It's not the Ukraine. All right. Well, that's a very nice email. I'll save that one. We'll put that in the box of mementos. I'm going to fold it once. Fold it twice. Fold it three times. And that goes into the box of mementos. <clears throat> so I'm in the nursing home and dying and wondering, did I do anything good? I'll remember Katya's email. I'll say, oh, yeah, I did good. Uh, this is from Assad. Assad writes, hi, Captain. I bought your book, Batch of Pad Economics, and devoured it. It was good, blunt advice, just my kind of style. Practical, no bullshit. It resonates with me. There are too many fairies in this world. It's relieving to know that there are still guys like you out there. Don't change, bro. Assad, and Assad is from the United Kingdom. Well, thank you very much, Assad. I don't know. Did you just discover the red pill? Because there's more, there's more than just me. I mean, there's Return of Kings and uh, <clears throat> Rolo. We've mentioned him and Adam Piggott and a bunch of other guys out there. Roosh. What is this? Oh, this is a new sponsor. Uh, this is alaskachaga.us. Chaga. You say, what's chaga, Aaron? Chaga, I had to look it up as a mushroom. And not that type of mushroom. Uh, I guess mushrooms can be used for other things, namely tea. And so this guy uh, makes tea up in Alaska. It's a family business. So let me read his script. Was everyone reading this uses caffeine or another stimulant in order to get them through the day? From coffee to tea to energy drinks, stimulants are an essential part of modern day living. However, many traditional caffeinated drinks are actually quite bad for you due to sugar and other additives that make you fat and impact your health in other ways. If you're looking to get off coffee and sugar, no, uh, well, the sugar, yes, but not the coffee. There's an alternative that is healthier and less expensive, Alaska Chaga Tea, spelled C-H-A-G-A. Made from chaga mushrooms harvested in Alaska, Chaga Tea from Alaska Chaga is superior to coffee and other similar drinks as it contains vital nutrients to aid heart, liver, and immune system health. As such, I highly recommend it to anyone who is looking for a healthy, sustainable pick-me-up in the morning. Alaska Chaga is family-run. 
is a family-run small business located in Interior, Alaska. Support your fellow pro-Trump heritage American and pound a nail into the coffin of degenerate corporate America by ordering your chaga tea today. So that's, uh, that's uh, I don't know, may, I'm kind of curious. Maybe I should try it. If it helps with your immune system, heart, and liver, because I got high cholesterol, Lord knows I damaged my liver with all those years of drinking. Maybe not. They say the liver heals up. Feel fine. Watch tomorrow. Death by liver failure. Aaron Cleary, dead, July 21st, 2018. It would be great if you could link to our homepage. Of course, alaskachaga.us. Alaskachaga, C-H-A-G-A dot U-S. From your blog, since our web presence is relatively new, need some links up on Google. Perhaps a small article, new advertising. Yeah, no, we'll plug you. We'll plug you. $50 a month if you want to advertise on the Clary Online Media Empire. I will inevitably get to it. It's just with everything else going on, running the ads is the last of my, uh, least of my concerns. So what I'll do is I'll charge you for one month and I'll run it for three. Uh, plus, I appreciate you guys when you get that. Uh, I wonder if chaga tea will go well with a morning pipe. Maybe. Maybe. <clears throat> is there another way to watch this live stream or is YouTube the only way? YouTube, I think, is the only way. I'm not sure. Um, like I said, this is the virgin voyage of this uh, of this live stream. Go through the rest of the chat, see if we missed anything else. Okay, that works, that works. Is business analytics a good major? No. Look, you're getting free free asshole consulting here. Look at this. Um, good. All right, let me take a look at the rest of the notes. Did we test everything? We did that. We did fan mail. I complained about my girlfriend taking the coffee. I talked about Henry Cavill caving. Oh, my stepmom getting pissed off. Oh, I got to talk about this. This is this is cute. This is nothing salacious, but I'll tell this and we're in a split town. So uh, my old man and uh, his wife, my stepmom, uh, they celebrated the 20-year anniversary. And so I went and visited them. And a uh, nice gathering of family members and all that and celebration and all that. So <clears throat> understandably, uh, you know, they're both in their 70s, and you have your entire family over, and uh, my stepmom wanted to take some nice family pictures. So we're all gathering around, and you know where, where this is going. You know what's going to happen. The old people think that each of their phones or their tablets or their tabs have to get separate pictures. It's not as easy as taking one person's camera taking a couple pictures, and then mass emailing it to everybody or putting it up on Instagram or anything else that old people don't get, right? So everyone's standing, we're getting along, da-da-da. We enlist some poor soul to take a picture of the big family. She takes a couple pictures. You could tell she's roughly our age. She says, okay, there you go. She's about to turn around and walk away. Oh, no, everyone over 50 says, okay, now take it with my phone. Take it with my camera. And even one of the kids... The grandkids, he comes up, he's like, don't they know they could just email it to him? I'm like, yeah, I know, I know. These are old people. And so we're now not harassing. We're unduly ta- taxing this poor woman who kindly, this good Samaritan. We're mission creeping her. We're mission creeping her. She didn't ask for this. 
And instead of saying, well, just email from that damn phone, for God's sake. She was much nicer and kind than me. And she, okay, I'll take some more pictures. So I'm like, oh, darn it. Well, I realize it's my stepmom's tablet camera thing that she's taking the pictures with. And I got the girlfriend right next to me. And so I quietly cop a feel one way for one picture, cop a feel another way, make it painfully obviously I'm staring down the cleavage. <laughs> Not just quiet about it, just keep the poker face going. I'm like, I can't wait till she sees those pictures. And I mean, even she maybe catch it. Maybe she catches there's like almost 20 people there. I don't know. So uh, I almost got out. I almost, I almost made the great escape. I was, uh, I was Steve McQueen got caught up in the, in the barbed wire in between Switzerland and Germany. And um, I'm about to leave and my, my stepmother, God bless her, she comes in. Hey, I saw those pictures you took. That's not nice. You ruined some really good and nice family pictures. She was kind of pissed. <laughs> and I'm like, dang it. I didn't escape. And then also I was like, oh, but if, she's, if I'm going to get busted, at least I wanted, I wanted to see her response. I wanted to see her face. I didn't get to see it. But my old man was there. And he, he couldn't help but laugh. <laughs> he thought it was great. I'm like, oh, come on, you got a thousand. I didn't say this because it's not worth the time to argue. It's like, you got a thousand pictures that are normal. It's not like, don't you take like the best of five and you delete the other four? And apparently, I guess maybe it's a woman thing. I don't know. But I, um, one time the girlfriend wanted me to back up her pictures on the phone and I'm going through it. And I'm looking at all these repeat, like there's five pictures of the same scene. I'm like, don't you select the one and delete the other four? So I did some math. And I'm thinking about all these pictures, particularly women take, but guys too, but more so women. I did some real quick math. I'm like, there's no way in hell you're going to be going and reviewing and looking at these pictures. You don't have the life expectancy for it. I mean, you are going to have to be in a nursing home for 10 years and every day go through all these pictures. You're not even going to know who half those people are, what the hell was going on. Especially girls in their teens and 20s. They're not going to remember half those girls. They don't remember half those parties. Let alone if there's five pictures of the same scene. Don't you just need one good picture where, you know, nobody's uh, blinking and no one's copping the feel of the GF and everyone just looks nice and they're smiling. Don't you just need one of the... Apparently not. Apparently, every picture has value. No matter how many, probably quite literally, millions of pictures you have taken, every one of them have value. Oh, now someone's calling. Who is it? Uh, I'll have to call her back later. All right, guys, that's it. Um, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for helping me with this uh, maiden voyage here. And um, spread the good word, tell the good word, all that other stuff. Thank you to Atham and Andrew for uh, trial running that donation stream. And then um, Max Wilson and Biohazard, you guys subscribed. Um, Yeah, so just spread the good word. I will download this. In theory, in theory, this is how it should work if you don't want to listen online because you got to sit here and be by YouTube. I download the MP4. MP4. I convert it to audio, then I upload it to SoundCloud. So this should all work out just fine. Uh, But anyway, I appreciate it. Um, Spread the good word, blah, blah, blah. And we'll see you guys later. Toodles.